Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Oh, we did it again. We didn't decide who was going to talk first. Sugar. Sorry, mate. I do think I'm going to talk first. That's okay, all right. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to, should we go? Should we? Um, should we get ready? You talk first, and then we won't. Don't, we don't talk over this bit. Here we go. You go first. No, no, no. I'll say. Okay, yeah. so you, if you wait, just wait for when you wait, and then when it finishes now, then you, Dave, are going to talk first. Okay. Good morning, afternoon, Great. evening, yeah. night. Good. Good. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to pick up after I said the first thing. Sorry. No, sorry. Good good time to you, whatever time it may be. And hello, welcome to Cabin Fever, Season 10, Episode 2, a.k.a. Tuesday the 2nd of June. It's June. Would you Ooh, believe it? A date check. Bloody hell. Yes, mate. Come on. Let's be semi-professional at the very least. Um, it is June. And for me, Dave, June is... It's it's Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cricket. It's the golf. World Cup sometimes. It's the World Cup. It's the not Olympics is August, isn't it? Or July, August. Yeah, August. Um, it's it's just great stuff. However, this year it's actually I tell you what it is. This year it's hay fever. That's what it is. This year I didn't I didn't think I was a hay fever. I thought I never I just never would be, and now I think I'm becoming a hay fever. You know. Well, I wasn't, and then and then I I think that bonging on an exhaust pipe, aka living in Zone Two of London for the last 15 years has finally caught up with me and I do yeah. feel like I, I get it now my um my eyes get quite bad stuff my I get some good I get some good um is it the soft palate that bit there at the top of the, oh yeah yeah the, that feels very bruised the main thing that I find really annoying about hay fever is um my wife's hay fever okay oh um, is it is it is it noticeably worse shut up because she does surprise sneezes so uh, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. sitting there and then, then you know when you've got a cold it's like a general <laughs> but there's a, something about a hay fever sneeze that is like you've just been um, sort of stung by a bee or like, like it's yeah. it's um, you, do you remember in um, uh, do you remember in the Pink Panther when who was the character who used to sneak up on Peter Sellers uh, I don't think I've ever watched the Pink Panther. If I'm perfectly honest. Okay, well, it was it was very funny, but now it's become slightly racially problematic, rightly so, right. because it was a Chinese character who did um, lots of kung fu and karate. So you know, blah. Anyway, the whole point of the joke was that he was always hiding at any moment. He might appear and go Rah! and jump on him, and that's very much what my um, my wife's hay fever is like. Just every now and again, Rah! and it's just like oh, sure, sure, sure. God, it's it's stressful. It's very, very stressful, um, and you never know when she's next going to strike. So yeah, and also my son's got it as well. My my eldest, uh, Wilfred, off of the riddles. Oh yeah, riddle yeah. me, Wilfred. Riddle me, Wilfred. Um, he gets it really badly, and his eyes are really bad. So he rubs his eyes all the time. But he rubs his eyes with his manky child fingers. Because let me tell you, Dave, <laughs> there is nothing mankier. You get a child's finger, smear it on a petri dish, put it away, and you'll have a whole ecosystem within two months. Like it's 
It's disgusting. The viral yeah, load. Yeah, that and a, that and a dog's mouth, isn't it? I would rather eat my dinner off a dog's mouth than my child finger. That is a... Mm. Oh. What, what would you rather eat your dinner off? What disgusting thing would you rather eat your dinner off? Yeah, I'd rather do dog's mouth, mainly because I'm now, I now brush Polly's teeth. Have I told you about this? Uh, no, you haven't, but go go ahead. Well, Polly, the Labradoodle, the love of my life, uh, was getting really bad mouth infections. She's 13 and a half, and dog's teeth go really gammy uh, as they get older. So I, I'd recommend you maybe get Herc onto it now, mate. And it is... Oh, yeah, we do. We've got a toothbrush. Yeah, you've got a... Re- How often do you do it? Well, he does. He has, like, dentist sticks, which uh, do the bits, and then I just try and do the two things once a week or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's worth doing to avoid the build-up, Dave because now i have to do polly's teeth every day so i have to i have to i have to mount her yep so just hop over her like you're getting onto a really like a, like like the 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 last remaining donkey in a donkey sanctuary that's the look my dog's got sort of slightly pathetic sure. and quivery just hop on <laughs> hop on board get the head between the legs like you're about to make some foie gras out of a goose and then you, you got to jam the mouth open which she absolutely hates and i've had my finger bitten more times than i'd care to mention uh, since this has been going on and then you got i've got special meat toothpaste which is i think dave as someone you've also got a meat tooth I think this is something which should be introduced to hu- the human species. Yeah, like sausage paste or something. That'd be great. Yeah. Ooh. Well, also, we, Dave, you know, you and I, we are palate twins. We've talked about this before on the show. Um, we love, uh, I love a vinegary type of taste. You know, vinegar Tom. Mm. That's what they called me at school. So, if they could do some sort of monster munch toothpaste, oh yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Really would. Um, and then, so then you got your meat paste, and you like, jam it in the mouth. And there you go. And the whole time that you're doing this, you can see Polly's got a massive tongue, sort of flailing around. And so she's trying to bite your finger. You're trying to brush yeah. your teeth, and um, it's uh, it's quite traumatic, but quite satisfying. Strangely, quite satisfying. That's nice. So, but she hates it. Yeah, that's interesting. So, what have you done with her teeth previously? Nothing. This is the problem. This is why the teeth things built up. Absolutely nothing. Because to be fair, a few people when we first got her. The sort of general consensus was our dog's teeth, they sort themselves out. And we've given, and uh, her diet's been quite okay for, the, for it. She's had a dry food diet, which apparently means it's okay. I don't know, Dave. Anyway, she was getting awful mouth infections. Her, her mouth smelt like death for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, that'll definitely happen. My dog's mouth smelt like absolute shit yesterday uh, because uh, he ate a shit. Oh, one of his own or Trump's? No, uh, no, I think another dog's. Oh, he just yes. trotted off into a little bush, and I was like, "Oh, he's a, he's been in there a bit too long to just be having a sniff." So I was like, "Come out!" I was like, "Oh, you found you found an old sausage." That's oh annoying. no! Oh god! I'll, I'll I'll just pop that. I'll just take that out of your mouth, shall I? And then I, therefore, sort of clasped it with the the sort of pressure finger pressure you would apply to a sausage, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh god! So you grabbed the shit? Oh yeah, straight through, mate. All the thing, all, all the fingers on one hand, straight through the poo. <laughs> Right at the start of the walk as well, so I had to just basically not use that hand and sort of dangle it like a like a toxic waste zone, a meter from my body for the rest of the walk, and do everything one handed for the rest of it. It's an absolute dis- like I, I rubbed it on some leaves and got some water, but it was still disgusting. And yet, you know what, Dave? You know what? I would still rather eat dinner off your finger than my child's finger in that scenario. That's how bad that is. I've discovered something wonderful, Tom. Go on. And I say wonderful, and uh, I don't know how wonderful you'll find it, or anyone will find it, really. But basically, long story short, I've got a nice little terrace out the back of my flat. Yeah, yeah, I know, mate. I follow you on Instagram. Huge fan. But my lease uh, forbids the barbecue. Oh. The use of a barbecue is forbidden, as it is a fire hazard. Okay. 
Okay. Which I think is one of those catch-all leases because a lot of the things... We, we live in like a square and a lot of people just have very tiny balconies and I get why they don't want people to have barbecues what on there. What a gas one, though? Well, I guess stuff can still catch fire, Tom, when still, it's... They still get hot, a don't flame they? Isn't still, it's still a flame, isn't it? Mm, a flame is a flame is a flame, yeah. A flame is a flame is a flame. Yeah, yeah. said that. Enter <laughs> yeah. my new discovery... Because our good friends, and this is another one that, oh, God, I sound like fucking Ellen when I say this. Our good friends at Toyota have sent oh, and it's like, are we no, they another haven't. person who's not sponsoring us. I'm so yes. sad. If anyone listening knows any companies, and it could be, even if it's just <laughs> you, and you, uh, you know, you are one man or woman band and you make string and you want, uh, you want us to, spon- you know, you want to sponsor us for a show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we will talk your string up. Actually, weirdly, if anything, we're not. We're not. We're genuinely not greedy people. I would rather try and make because the whole point of when you get sponsored on the radio or podcast is you have to make the, the product sound like you're genuinely interested and exciting. Yes. Know? Like, oh my god, this new mattress is amazing. I've slept yes. for the first time in twenty years. I'd genuinely rather try and make. Uh, if you work for like. A toothpaste cap company mm. i'd really enjoy us trying to make that really interesting and exciting and, and advertising it on the podcast Did you yeah I mean? yeah yeah set us that challenge the more mundane a product to be honest the better send us a ball of string we will talk about it for five minutes i could do 10 absolutely i could do 10 no no problems at all i mean as the saying goes tom how long is a piece of string good i mean that's our starting point isn't it that's that's what we that's how we kick off that's that's how good we would be for your product and how much are we charging for this dave i'm thinking no i just, I just want the string we just get the free string so the free string is what we get a ball we... of string each so you got because we the problem is we don't do this in an office obviously this is a lockdown podcast so you have to send one to each of our houses then we could put a, well we could just use one ball of string put a cup on each end and then Perfect. get rid of all this equipment and then that's how we'll we sell the cost. microphones then we're like 100 pounds up each so Done. we're actually making money out of this god this is going well um all right so sorry dial back uh What's so the, the barbecue sheet Oh, oh yes so can't have a barbecue flames are a fire hazard mm-hmm. enter our friends at george foreman grills who i've discovered today do an outdoor electric <sighs> grill on a stand it basically looks like a circular barbecue on a stand but no fire hazard cause electricity yeah and it's a little grill and you know all of the benefits of a george foreman all the fat drains off all yeah. of that sort of stuff yeah so so you can you can slap your meat on there and uh, grill it outside. Yeah. Ah, it's fantastic. You must and be you know, so The best thing about it is, Tom, the George Foreman off from the top of the stand actually lifts off and you can just pop it on your kitchen top and, and George Foreman in the winter inside. So it's actually better than a barbecue. That's outside. fantastic. And how much is that? What's the cost you're looking at here? Mm, it's tricky because it's much more expensive than a barbecue. Okay, so, okay, I'm going to set a price point. Right, I'm going to set a price point for this thing. Um, if you're paying any, is it a price point that you think? Yeah, yeah, an acceptable one. For an you. acceptable one for me. If I'm because you know you get you get your thirty, sixty quid brackets, don't you, Amazon? Where you're like, yeah, go on then. But then suddenly there seems to be a big leap up where it's like three hundred eighty quid. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, so I've got it up. Um, so I'm going to take you through the four bullet points as listed on the. Uh, you heard the independent website to Amazon.co.uk. Uh, Amazon, mate. Yes, I know about Amazon. Amazon. Sorry, yes. Amazon. Yes, I do know all about that. Yeah. So the George Foreman indoor outdoor barbecue grill. The brackets, remember, we are not sponsored by George Foreman or any of the affiliated companies. Mm-hmm. Cooks, Tom, up to 15 portions of food. 15 portions of food? Now, they've been very vague with what a portion of food uh, might consist. I would suggest yeah. because the picture... Let me take you through what's on it in the picture, though. Go on. Uh, two steaks. Yeah. Uh, four um, tomato, you know, big beef tomato rings lovely yeah great two kebabs right. and then ugh, 10 to 8 16 cherry tomatoes on the vine so hang on they're trying to claim that is 16 portions 
For 15. 15 portions. So so that's a disappointing barbecue. Steve, you've got the steak. Thanks for coming. John, here's a tomato. Sorry, mate. Yeah, but we all know how barbecues work, don't you? You you you, you stand around for ages and six people have a sausage and then you wait another 10 minutes for your sausage. You know, like it's not... It, it's still doable. Uh, so the amount of area on that, you could definitely get, I reckon... 12 to 15 sausages on so maybe that's what they're talking about okay wise. okay all right so you get you can do you can a whole bunch of uh of sausages um yeah. is, is it round just out of interest or is it the it is round okay it's, so it's not the the classic form and rectangle which no, uses it's, for the grill. it's a circular i'm going to send you a visual it's like when dylan because... went electric isn't it foreman's gone round this is absolutely enormous exactly uh, suitable for indoor and outdoor use. Non-stick, easy. Yeah, okay. So, well, I was going to say, it's good news to use it indoors as well because whenever I do a barbecue, Beth so doesn't trust my barbecue cooking that I will cook the burgers and the sausages, then she'll pop them on a tray, stick them in the oven for 10 minutes just to make sure yep. they're cooked. Really, really <laughs> I've got a Tom Price point in mind. Oh, oh Tom Price point, very good. You yeah. haven't even heard the rest of the... Well, no, I've already... I'm already... I'm, I'm there. I mean, you can keep, if you want to keep the features coming, Dave, I'm sure this is great. Well, let's just do bullet points of products. This is... Okay. Quick, quick bullet points, non-stick, easy clean, removable plates, so you can just chuck your barbecue in the dishwasher, what a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, angled cooking plate to drain away the fat, the, the George Foreman thing, and a variable temperature control. Lovely. Gauge lovely. to view the cooking temperature. Oh, nice, okay. And, and so has it got like a lid that you can cover it, so it sort of yeah. cooks? Yeah, that's very good, for, lid. very good for burgers. That's a really nice way to cook burgers. Quickly, before you... Oh, no, actually, I can't send you the link, because then you're going to see the price. Well, I'll see the price, Dave, really. That's really obvious there, yeah. Um, okay, Tom Price's price point. I'm thinking, Dave, for an indoor and outdoor barbecue, round, several bits of... Several, up to 12 sausages at a time, uh, the George Foreman brand. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add on a few quid for that, because Foreman's a man who, you know, he's you, you pay... You pay for the label with that, you know. What I mean, he's yep. the he's the Apple Macintosh of uh, of, of grilled meat. Of um, I'm gonna I'm going in at 120 pounds. Shall we see if Tom Price is right? Mm-hmm. The price is right. Okay, thanks. <laughs> just, um, yeah. I'll be honest. So right, well, I've I've, I've reached a interesting. Um, I'm quite tense. Now, crossroads yeah. here, right? Because the, the the lowest price is available on on, on Amazon for mm. is one hundred fifty nine ninety nine. I think that's coming in hot. That is coming in hot. But during my googling, oh, this is why you got excited just now. Yeah, go on. I found it on B and M bargains for seventy pounds. You are absolutely shitting my tits off. Are you serious? The, pro- the problem with that is obviously that you have to buy it from a store so you risk uh, corona well i'd say famously they're probably just not even open at the moment are they oh uh, no good point good point so it depends how much how badly you want to eat your meat on your on your balcony and have you and have it delivered to you dave there's a there's a yeah i know yeah a premium there mm. anyway look let's leave it That's there for great now because, dave uh, yeah yeah i'm really i'm, I'm, happy I'm for excited you. for the about the development you know okay good let me know when you get it please uh, i will do obviously i'll get it again one way or the other i'm not an idiot yeah of course and uh i'll send you uh, i'll send you a patty oh okay. yes please do yeah. send me my pissing fudge mate sorry I'll, I'll send you some pissing fudge as well the best fudge of all <laughs> 100 quid on eBay, I've just found it. Oh, uh, yeah, but first hand or second hand? 
New condition. Oh, new condition. Yeah, take it, mate. Absolutely take it. Thank you, eBay. That's what it's there for. Um, Dave, now, you'll remember on the podcast yesterday that um, we came up with the phrase Gutella uh, because my gut has got so big because of Nutella. So I thought I would tweet about Gutella. Uh, the lockdown weight gain name uh, is the thing that's grown the most, merged with the food most responsible for that growth, right? Sure. Hence Gutella. I've had some lovely responses. Do you want to hear some of, the, hear some of them? Yeah, why not? Uh, uh, Matthew, listen to this show. Gutrownies. I'm not sure quite Gutrownies. I'm not sure Gutrownies. Gutr- okay. uh, comedian Helen Arnie. This is a good one. Vanilla, vanilla thighs cream. Vanilla thighs cream. That's very good. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, Chris Neal, sausage tits. Huge fan of that. Huge fan of that. <laughs> Just gone straight for the jugular there. Yeah. Um, what's that? I don't get this one from Max Cabon Smith. Again, a comedian. Paunchian control. Paunchian control. What's Por- her paunch and then portion control? Oh, paunch. Oh, yeah, but that's not the food. I'm, I'm not. Margaret Cable Smith, you are cancelled. Yeah, you're off. Um, a good one from Sarah Breeze. Toast titties. That's nice. Sarah Breeze there saying that her tits have got fatter thanks to toast. Um, Brian cock pork. That's unnecessary. No need for that. And then my favourite one from a man called cock pork. Thanks, Brian. Um, my favourite one from a man called Will Lodge. Hello, I'm Mr. Tits. Mr. Beer Tits. I mean, these are all very excellent. Well done, everybody. Really, really good effort. Thanks, guys. Feel free to keep uh, tweeting those at us. You know the Twitter number. Shall I read it out loud or shall I sing it, Dave? Mm mm mm. Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G spot. The good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times. I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bill, 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 It's Cornelius. Oh, sorry. Happy Cornelius Day, everybody. Yes, it's back. Hello, He's back. Hello, Cornelius. How excited are you on a scale of one to two right now on being back on Cabin Fever? One. Thank you, mate. Good to have you here. That's not a zero. Zero doesn't count in a scale of one to two, though. That's the problem. Yeah, that's true, actually. But the scale is one to two, and you've chosen the low yeah, it's, one. Yeah, it's a binary thing. Either you are excited about being here or you're not. 
So how do you identify on this show right now as in terms of excitement about being here to do the bill on Cornelius J? I would say at the first it was really fun coming on this podcast, but now it is a burden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that for me, Dave. I don't know about you. That was week three. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. You made it to week three. Oh, week three, I was like, oh fuck this. Why did I? Why am I doing this? God why are we here? Um, well, there you go. Well, look, now that you've said it's a burden, we will never release you. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, though, actually, in all seriousness, Cornelius, um, I'm looking forward to this week because I'm really hoping that the child is found. Well, this is... Um, so, and um, for the second week in a row, we we actually we sat down as a house to watch the bill yesterday. FFS. Does that mean you can't play Bill Bingo with me, Dave? No, Bill Bingo again. Sorry. Okay, fine. Well, I'm going to do it by myself then. Do you think, do you think the word Gutella is going to appear? on the bill I'd be very surprised <laughs> what is that Dave can you explain Gatella to Cornelius please maybe he can do one Tom's uh, t- come on Dave make it sell it don't it's not it's not a huge sell if you go oh, the beginning of it come on make give it a, a lockdown weight gain name yep. which is a combination of uh, the bit of your body that is increased in weight and the food that is responsible for that Gatella is Tom's uh yeah, just be honest, just be honest. Don't be clever, be honest. Mine fits, so mine is my double chin and old speckled hen. And definitely <laughs> that, they that works as a pun, but I can't figure out quite that. <laughs> old speckled it's chin. old double chi- chin. Old double chin, yeah. Old, do- old, old double chin. Old doubled chin. Old speckled double old chin. Spubbles. Nailed it. Well done, everyone. Has your chin got bigger? Uh, it's, uh, I it's think more it's because like I'm it's... just FaceTiming more people, so and I'm lying <laughs> on my bed, yeah. and it's just never flattering. It's not really your chin you're after, though. That's your neck fat that you're talking about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah your yeah. neck's grown. It's not your chin's got bigger. Your neck has sort of... It's got ideas above its station. Old neckled hen. Old neckled hen. And that really works, because also neck oil I've been drinking Old well. neck oil. Oh, my... God. Oh, God. We're so good at everything. Cornelius yeah. and his fat neck. Um, now, I've got to think of some... <laughs> Uh, words which might appear on the bill bingo That's the title week. of today's episode Cornelius and his fat neck <laughs> Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose three words uh, Don't forget, uh, for each I'll word I'll tell you what, Tom, if you want a hint about bill bingo hmm. oh, No, I don't, I don't, I don't want a hint But I'm, I'm keen for people to play along at home You've got to think of three words, write them down And every time you get one you shout line And when you get all three you shout house Um... I'm going to give you a little clue Because it's, a, it's my favourite bit of the episode But there is reference to a very... A uh, new and exciting piece of technology. All right. A new and exciting piece of technology. So <laughs> maybe see if you can try and work that. Like really, really like top of the rate, like exciting stuff. Okay. Is <laughs> is dial up one word? Yeah, exactly. Right. Shall um, we? Are we ready to go? Yeah, go for it. Let's do it. It's the bill. I don't know how we start. Oh, sorry. Yes, <laughs> you just. Don't. I expected a sting or something. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Coming in here demanding production. Okay, so the bill, series nineteen, episode fourteen. Yeah. Uh, we start with Eva and Jim Carver struggling to drive into the station because of press. Yeah. They're swiftly uh, told to f off by a new mystery lady. Ooh. Oh yeah, she just pops up, doesn't she, and shouts at the press. There's a yes. lot of press interest in this police station, this small police station. Mm, so. yeah. It's because it's on telly, isn't it? So they want to go on. Yeah, telly. that's true. Isn't <laughs> it? Bill, yeah. Bill. Uh, there are some photos taken with a digital camera. <laughs> oh, I had internet. Oh. Uh, uh, the, the, the actual, the actual line, which is my favourite one, is they're analysing all the evidence, and uh, one of the coppers goes, "I mean, some of these photos are very recent because they were taken with a digital camera." <laughs> what very exciting? Monopixel or yeah? I mean, I imagine literally two megapixel max. <laughs> 
Uh, I've written Meadows wants to nail the judge. Uh, mm, I yeah. think that means gets it, get you know, c- convict him. Yeah. Uh, there's a worry about the link between Parks and Sinclair. Sinclair is the judge. Parks is just a baddie I've forgotten about. Uh, the fact that they are in Sinclair's garden at the moment, this is the photos, is said to be clearly circumstantial, but I don't think that's true in mm. like real life. Because there's a, there's a Judge Pedo ring going on, right? This is the context yes. that we need to know about. Here. Well, we, okay. the, the, the Pedo ring's been established now, but mm. the suspicion is that the judge, mm. who has previously been acquitting people willy-nilly, mm. Um, is involved in some way in some of the photos of the kids. Is that what it is? Yeah, oh, yeah. In, in the judge's garden. Right. Mm. Okay. Which, yeah, you're right. It's not circumstantial. It's no, not like, it's quite oh, they were outside <laughs> his house on the road. It's like, oh, that is a coincidence. But in his back yeah. garden is... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Eva's back at the station. Oh, yes, the... line. Thank you. Oh, station. What? Station. Ah, oh, good one. Thank you. <laughs> uh, she takes over some paperwork uh, that we find out about later uh, Taverner and Ackland go to an empty dog track to put up uh, posters for the missing yeah. girl there's <laughs> a real stretch here it's a real uh, stretch <laughs> what do they think she's being used as the bunny for the dogs to chase or something or do they think that people who bet on dogs are all inherently paedophiles well you'll see why they're there in a second well, it just so happens there's a domestic going on there. <laughs> so they've had to introduce these two characters who are having a domestic and play a big part in this episode, but the only it's never really explained why they're at the dog tr- no. track to put also, posts up when it's closed. Bizarre, yeah, the dog's track is closed and there's no races, it's empty. But they're all still drinking pints out of plastics in the stands. Yeah, it's weird. Weird. They're like doing a hospitality thing on their own. Yeah. It's a massive dog track as well. Yeah, it's like big. a stadium. It's probably Walthamstow, isn't it? Oh, right. oh, yeah, Wimbledon. Accord. No, well, Wim- Wimbledon's where it was all recorded, isn't it? That's where they did the bill. Is it? Yeah, I, w- I worked at Wimbledon Studios long after the bill had stopped being made. And uh, you could tell that not many things were made there because all they had were framed pictures of the bill. It's like uh, being at the Bill Museum. Yeah, it probably is Wimbledon dog yeah. track then. Is, is, was that a thing? Yeah, uh, I went. It was the first place I ever drank and gambled. And, Wimbledon dog track? Yeah, and... I was young. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this is bad. I, I think the dog track is closed now and yeah. it was under the supervision of my parents. So really we should blame them. But we were in hospitality. <laughs> we were just getting uh, not served all throughout the night, except gambling they were because they took the bets from your table. No problem. And then at the end of the night, they were just like portal Baileys. And we're like, uh, Baileys? And we just had a Baileys. Oh, God. how old were you? Uh, I reckon about... Oh, God. Uh, okay, hang on, hang on. Don't, say, don't give the number, Dave. Uh, what what uh, what age will be will you be judging Cornelius's parents? For me, fourteen, and I'm going to be judging. Nah, twelve and under. I think I was fourteen. You know, okay, that's fine. No, that's all right. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, I had my first beer when I was twelve. Yeah, but was it served to you by like a waiter? Yeah, in a pub. I went to a pub. Really? Yeah. So the, it, it was a it was a yeah, different time. Yeah, but you're huge. Yeah. To yeah, be fair, you looked like you were 26 <laughs> at the time. So. Anyway, so dog trap. There's a domestic going on, uh, but they won't tell Ackland and Taverner, who, by the way, are family. They're in the family unit, so they're well all over this. Also, Taverner very much gone back on his I don't do domestics line from a few episodes ago. Yeah, flipping heck. He loves uh, a domestic he's, now. He's right in it. Um, they won't say what's going on. Uh, apparently, this couple, they lost their daughter recently, uh, not in the same way Eva did, but to death. And... The lady, Donna, thinks it's the bloke's fault, apparently. Mm. Uh, the child died of meningitis. Mm. Uh, uh, they asked them both to leave. Uh, yeah, and that's that for now. 
Uh, we get a new please. copper. This was the lady who scared away the press. She's there for three months. I think she's on loan from Target. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Metropolitan Police Force's pedo unit uh, in the station setting up on a laptop. They already have a list, but Meadows wants them working faster. There's a tense conversation between Eva and Gov. I can, we couldn't remember Gov's name. Oh no! Yeah, no. she's the one with like the gravelly voice. The lady with the gravelly voice. She's called the I Fox or something like that. Maybe my memory of the bit is just everyone calling each other Gov. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know what Gov meant really because it's and and this is a thing that we oh yeah Detective Sergeant Rosie Fox I think that's her isn't it? Yeah, could be. But I mean, this is something we discussed while we were watching the bill last night, isn't it, Cornelius? Like trying to work out the hierarchy of this fucking police station is insane because everybody seems to be everybody else's boss yeah i think i know it quite well i just don't know the names annoyingly that's not her is that her that's not her is it no <laughs> okay guys uh, meanwhile back at the plot yeah go on yeah this actually happened yesterday we were discussing this and then missed quite a vital uh, plot, plot point, point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anyway meadows walks into a suspected nonce's house uh he's the guy who got beaten up in the last episode who opened this um ring up uh he pushes him onto the stairs and asks whether uh, eva's girl is uh he doesn't know he denies knowing sinclair despite there being an email history oh it's all very digital this episode isn't yeah it? exactly Great meadow stuff. says he's a liar and a nonce that's a, a <laughs> a lifted quote you're a liar and you're a nonce i'd imagine that the writers of the bill have that on cut and paste for most of their episodes <laughs> yeah yeah they do use the word nonce quite liberally. Like a lot, yeah. Um, Jim Carver and June Ackland have split up. We've learned that. Shit. They're staying in separate houses, but June does offer Jim to stay over because he seems to be struggling, doesn't he? Luke, the gay lad, uh, finds an unconscious lady. Mm. She's not dead. I think they must have got a tiff off. Yeah, she was in like a big pile of garbage, wasn't yeah. she? Behind something. Ackland and Carver this time, so the recently split up couple, go back to the dog races to ask about the lady's bruises. Donna, the lady at the dog races, had bruises on her face. Mm. Carver goes nuts at this dog track owner. And to be fair, he's nothing short of a cunt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. He's like, yeah, look at all these idiots. They come here, they lose 200 quid, they give it to me, and they go on broke and pissed and then they come back the next day for more and it's all going to me yeah. and I don't care and I knock women about it sounds like Alan Sugar uh, except for the knocking about women of, of course. course yes yes, yes. he's never done no. yeah I love legals anyway uh, there's a there's a press conference they, they started doing a daily press conference and it's useless can you imagine <laughs> Good satire. You're on point today. Uh, and uh, Meadows confronts Sinclair, uh, the judge. Uh, he says he's innocent and nothing is found on the initial search, even on his computer. He says, and then Sinclair, with a sort of smirk on him, yeah. sort of pretty Patel smirk, I'd say, mm. is very much like, why aren't you out looking for that little girl? Um, the unconscious girl is a sex worker. Turns out she's friends with Donna, the Bruce girl from the dog races. Call back. Um, there's confusion as well about email addresses now. Because get this. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, yeah. So we've established that there was an email chain between uh, the guy Meadows pushed over onto the stairs mm. and Sinclair. Yes. On Sinclair's computer, uh, it was a different email address. 
which can only mean one thing they've decided, is that he must have a different email address and therefore a completely Whoa, different, different computer. computer. <laughs> <laughs> the way they talk about email addresses is absolutely That's incredible. great. One email yeah. address per computer. That's really funny. That's so really Meadows funny. says he's going to get his laptop um, and the, the uh, way they say the word laptop as well is like someone saying teleportation device. Like they, yeah. they really. Yeah, Which laptop are you getting? I'm going to get my Hotmail laptop out. Are you? I've got a Gmail one as well, but now I'll leave that one in the other drawer. So he says, and he doesn't care about getting a warrant for it. Um, so they tell Donna about the hospitalization. The prick is there. He gets all in the ways. I, I don't care. Uh, men, I've just written men are the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, Eva rings someone about Eurostar tickets. Cool. I don't know why. And then a reconstruction is being prepared. Eva wants to watch it. Meadows now gets into Sinclair's office through a bit of blagging past a secretary while Sinclair is out. Uh, Mickey is outside in the car waiting. Turns out it was Mike, the dog track owner, who left the unconscious lady there, according to Donna, and it's something to do with drugs. Mm, dear. She's found with loads of heroin inside, isn't she? Oh, God. Yes. Was she? I missed that. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why she's in hospital. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. I thought it's because she just got beaten up. Then I. No, she's got loads of heroin inside her, mate. Oh well, um, a speedy recovery. I wish her. <laughs> Send her a card to the past and fiction land. Eva asks why DCI Meadows isn't doing the daily press briefings. I know it, it does seem nuts to not have the most senior person doing most of the <laughs> daily press briefings, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> God, this is a satire gold zone. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really happy. I can hear Boris Johnson wincing from here. That was super. <laughs> yeah. He's bloody got me. <laughs> I think we just topple the government, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously what it is, is Meadows is investigating with Mickey this pedo ring. They haven't told Eva about it because they're not sure if it's connected to the missing girl. Yeah, but cool. Eva is suspicious. That's basically the bat story. Okay. Whilst Meadows is rooting through Sinclair's office, a car pulls up next to Mickey's car, boxes him in, and then Sinclair gets out. And I've said Sinclair has a real Epstein vibe about him, and he really does. I've just watched the documentary about Epstein, and oh god, he, I think he was channeling Sinclair. Right. That's where he got his inspiration from. Howard Sinclair Maybe, being yeah, fictional it, judge from the bill. It is <laughs> It is actually really grim. It's horrible. And I uh, put also Dominic Cummings. Uh, Sinclair confronts, <laughs> only because he thinks he's better than everyone. Sinclair confronts Meadows in his office. Uh, again, smirking lots. Uh, the new lass. Uh, so this is the new copper who's there online from Taggart, she reveals to Taverner that she's a new sergeant and Taverner had been a dick to her, sort of guy. Oh, can you get us a tea, love? Pretending she's a new canteen girl. And then he says there's a conspiracy saying that uh, the station's being overrun by women. Yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Mm. He gets really aggy about this new female sergeant. He's so gammon. Fortunately, not an issue on this podcast I've written. Yeah, that's absolutely true, isn't it, Sarah? Oh, she's no one gave her a microphone. Okay, yeah, carry on. <laughs> Everyone goes to the pub on their own. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, like, it's weird. So Taverner's like, oh, do you want to go to the pub? And everyone's like, no. And then he goes there and Carver's on his own. And then Ackland turns up, but none of them are really sitting together. Um, Carver is drinking pints and pints of Carly. And basically, it looks like he's fallen off a wagon. Yeah, this is the problem with jumping in at season 19, is that we can't really remember the backstory too accurately. But the way it's being talked about, he's he's falling off the wagon. Mm. Okay. 
So, um, Ackland sort of goes and rescues him. And basically, the reason they split up is Carver feels like he can't be with Ackland whilst he's like this because he doesn't want to burden her. Yeah. And she says, don't be silly. And then they kiss the most unromantic kiss in the world. Mm. Then he proposes. Yeah, it's so weird. Lovely. Like, he is pissed off his tits. At this yeah, time. like, really problematic. And he's go, well, why don't we get married then? And she says yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is the problem, is that the actual response to that is, you're drunk, let's talk about it in the morning. But what she says is, yes, oh my God, let's. It's Or uh, she could say, I do want to marry you, but let's do this in a nicer way. Yeah. Uh, but no, she could probably go, oh, yes, okay. Um, and then it ends with Mickey telling Eva, about the paedophile ring that they're looking at. Dun-na, dun-na, is that the end dun-na. of the episode? Yeah, yeah. the girl oh. is still missing. Uh, to be honest, it sounds like they've given up. So hang on, the girl is still not... No, two days. It's only been two days since the girl's gone missing. But she's still not been... Don't say it. Don't she, say has it. she been... Don't say it. Have they... <sighs> they, haven't, they haven't discovered the girl. Oh, you God won't believe sake. this, but 100%, she still has not been located. Oh, <laughs> oh, I only got one word. God, what I were your two words? Found as one. What was the other one? Internet, because you said high tech was mentioned. Internet. No, mm. digital camera, mate. Don't be silly. Digital right. camera. Internet. I like. I like. I thought you were talking about the email that. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, it's yeah. very high tech. That was hilarious. Tying one email to each computer is brilliant. Um, well, that's good then. So, so the kids still not uh, discovered. So that that will roll on. This is. A, I mean, what a character. What a, a plot arc this is. Sitting over the bill. I'm on. You know, I'm worried. It's getting very exciting, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting a bit bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, find the girl and let's move on to like a proper gangster again. Yeah, or right, nuns, okay. Dave. Nuns. That's what we want. The nuns. Yeah, bring the bloody nuns bring back. Bring back the nuns. Um, great, Cornelius. Thank you very much for your bill update. Um, what's the plan for you for the rest of today please so how are you gonna how are you gonna celebrate Cornelius Jay I've bought a bike in the past week mm. uh, which is really fun and been cycling a lot very helpful for your move to Australia as well that's good yeah 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 I'll just cycle over there mm-hmm. uh, there's a pub by a river that's closed but still got its picnic benches out so I might cycle out to it and drink a can of beer there and then cycle back oh. have you not already been for a cycle this morning yeah but this will be a, a leisure cycle rather than an exercise Exercycle, great. So, if you, uh, what's the name of the pub? I think it's the Princess of Wales. Right. If you see a fat-necked tramp sitting on a bench by himself next to the Princess of Wales, that's Cornelius Jay. Yeah. No bill spoilers. If you remember what happens to Eva's daughter, we don't want. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't tell, tell, him. tell me. Don't tell him. All right. Uh, Cornelius, thank you very much indeed, Dave. Play the song. Ooh. <laughs> <Different> song. <laughs> Why not? It's a bit more the bill, actually. Yeah. It was the bill. There we are then. That's the bill update. Um, Dave, don't forget, you and Helen Monks have got to conspire and work out what movie we're going to watch this weekend for movie nights. No, 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 no. We didn't, we didn't decide that in the end, remember? What we decided is we're going to take uh, requests for the world's most boring films and then all three of us are going to watch the world's most boring films. Oh, right. Okay, fine. So, we're, so in that case, remember? we've got two... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I remember, Dave. I never forget what happens on this podcast. So there's two reasons for you to tweet us. Um, there's three, really. One is to say how great the podcast is. Uh, one is to think of the most boring film for me, Helen and Dave to sit through this weekend. Uh, and the other is to tell us uh, your gutella name. What is the part of your body that's grown the most and uh, because of what foodstuff and, and smulch them together, please, and make a new word. I think that's it, isn't it? I think so. Bye-bye. Think that's it. Bye-bye. Bye. Now. Bye-bye. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Bum-bum-bum. Dave? Dave? Good. Yeah.
Yeah, I know. I was about to say, well done, you've not spoken. Great, mate. I'm going to speak. Well, no, but I was testing it. Unbelievable. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.